you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth so as an entrepreneur and as the owner of affordable interior design i work every day all day so i work in my office our new office in dumbo which i recently designed in april and then I work at home, uh, at my home office, which happens to be in our bedroom. I know, bad feng shui, but good luck getting a separate office space in Brooklyn. And now I'm moving to Dobbs Ferry and I'm getting a separate office space. What? It happens to be the most amazing room in the house. It has water views. I can't believe my husband gave it to me. Whew, amazing. So I have a lot of experience working in lots of different environments, and today I'm going to share with you the most efficient, effective, and attractive ways to design your different office spaces so that you maximize your productivity and ultimately your income. So let's talk about it. Recently, I was invited by Prescott Fox to be a guest on the podcast, The Busy Creator. And he asked me to weigh in on what creative individuals can do, in other words, like graphic designers, architects, interior designers, to maximize the creativity in their workspace. So I came up with a lot of gems, a lot of amazing tips, and I thought, I want to share them with my listeners too. So today we're talking about offices, and let's start off with those of you who work from home. Let's talk about home offices. So let's kick it off with a question from Mary. I work from home and my desk is facing a wall with a window to my side. Is there a better way to set up my workspace to increase productivity and focus? I always think it's so tragic when a home office desk faces a wall because it's like you're in timeout. It's like being in the naughty corner. And so, so many of my clients tell me, you know, if I face the wall, I'm just going to work on the sofa with my laptop. And I hear you because it's like punishment or something. So I'm glad, Mary, I'm glad that you're near a window because otherwise it would just be oppressive. And I understand the fact that being able to see the TV is a problem. But let me tell you, according to Feng Shui, you need to be able to see the main point of access because not only is facing a wall like timeout, it's also leaving you vulnerable in terms of your back. You can't see people coming and going. And so it makes you less comfortable and less able to focus on your work going back to, you know, primal 
feelings where you feel like you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times in order to be control, um, that is not ideal. So I highly recommend a desk that you can face out. The only trick with that is oftentimes then your cords will be visible. So you have to find kind of a happy medium. So maybe if you put your desk against the same wall that the door is on, then you can see the door in your periphery. And ideally that wall might have a window somewhere within peripheral vision as well. So that way you get the kind of relaxation and interest of a window, but also get the safety of the door. That's my two cents on your desk placement. Let me talk about some other things that I think are important for a home office space. I think the most important thing, actually whether it's a home office or your work office, is lighting. So you should have a lamp that really illuminates the space that you feel is sufficient for whatever task you're doing, but I also like it to dim. So I like a plug-in dimmer switch, which you can find on Amazon.com for $10. Plug-in dimmer switch, and you can plug your table lamp into it and it makes any lamp a full range dimmable experience because when I'm working on my computer I don't want a bright light because then I can't see the colors in a true way I can't get a good sense of what's on there and it's just fatiguing to the eye but if I'm writing a letter or making a to-do list I really want a lot of light so I love that adjustability especially in a workplace where you have harsh overheads like fluorescence or something horrible like that because then you can really control your own personal illumination the other thing that I think is really important is desk selection. So I never, ever, ever choose a glass desk. The problem with a glass desk is I can see all your junk. I can see every cord. I can see everything that's going on. And desks tend to be so messy in terms of plugs for your computer charger, plugs for your phone charger, plugs for that plug-in dimmer switch. So I really want a desk that's opaque you know, wood or some texture that I can't see through. The other thing that I require of a desk is it must have storage. And you're saying, Betsy, I don't need to store pencils. I don't need to store paper. It's the technological age, right? Yes, but I want every desk to have storage because behind that storage column is where I hide all my cords. So if it's just like a table with a U shape, I'm gonna see all those cords exposed and it's gonna look craptastic even if you're quite organized. I don't wanna see any of your cords and that storage column gives me the availability to tuck them behind. So when you're shopping for desks, look at something like that. Speaking of shopping for desks, can I give a side note, a tangent? Now that I'm moving to my new place, I'm gonna buy my dream desk. I'm gonna buy a tanker desk. I hope that the floor in my new home can take it because these guys are massive. They're like, I don't know how many pounds, but I'm getting one of those big ones. It's like vintage and blue and it's only $800. I think that's a pretty good deal for like a big old desk, the desk of my dreams. So let's keep moving on. So um, we've already talked about it facing the entry door and let's talk about if you work in an office space that maybe you have less control over. So you work in a cubicle or something like that. A lot of times you'll see pictures of people's family on their desk and you'll think, ah, oh, that's a little TMI, right? Well, I actually read recently in the New York Times that it's very important for productivity to have at least one picture of your family, your pet, something that gives you warm and fuzzy feelings and kind of motivates you to work. Like I am working to buy dog food for Fido. I am working so that I can go on vacation with my husband. So either having a picture on your desk or a screensaver on your laptop. I have a screensaver of two naked babies in a bathtub. Um, so while it may seem unprofessional to some, you can just tell them that you heard on affordable interior design or read in the times, if that feels better to you, that it's actually increasing your productivity.
The other thing that I think is important when you're working in an office space that is more corporate, especially if you're the owner or some kind of boss or have a higher position, is that you reinforce the logo. So whatever colors the logo is, you would reflect that in your choices of upholstery for the chairs or the base of your lamp or even the color of your cork board in terms of the fabric overlay. I really think it's important to keep thinking about what you're putting out there and what the message is and reinforcing what your company is through color and design. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. So the other thing that I have a problem with, you know, I just opened an office in Dumbo and my biggest problem is that I'm used to working alone or I'm used to working in coffee shops. And coffee shops just have that atmospheric ambient white noise, but now I work in an office with an office manager and another designer and we're all here together and it's distracting. Even if they're not doing anything, I feel very distracted. So what I like to do is I go to this website called Noisly, N-O-I-S-L-I, and it's got white noise. And you can choose the different kind of white noise you want, but this white noise is specially formulated for focus. So there have been like all these studies and all the scientific research, and these specific noises are meant to help you focus more. And there's even like rhythms, because apparently you can only focus for 20 minutes at a time. So it's like a rhythmic noise that syncs with your 20 minutes and makes you most productive and gives you the mental break you need to get back into white noise. And really, it all just sounds like static. So that's exciting. And say noisily is getting too noisy for me, because sometimes I'm like, okay, enough with the white noise. I will just keep my headphones in because it muffles sound somewhat, but also it lets people know, like, don't just talk to me about something little. So people won't just bug me and say, what do you think about this lamp? Or, you know, when do you want to go to Walmart? People will only bug me when it's important because I'll have to take out my earphones. So I think that that is a really helpful tool for me personally, because I even just feel like I'm in my own bubble, even though I'm not actually in a bubble. I'm an open workspace. Design. TMI. I am going to overshare with you something that happened when I first started Affordable Interior Design. So I started Affordable Interior Design out of my 225 square foot studio. And I was really excited. It was the first apartment I was going to be in for a very long time, and I really made it my own. I painted every single wall. That's commitment. 
that is commitment in New York City. So I painted every single wall a pale blue just because I'm into blue. And I started my company and I found that every time I was working from home, I got kind of lethargic and I kind of wanted to take a nap. And I'm like, is it just that I'm at home in a studio and my bed's right there? Or is there something else going on? Turns out there was something else going on because light blue is a very tranquilizing color. Perfect for a bedroom, perfect for a living room if you have a very hectic job like being an interior designer, but it is not ideal for productivity. So if you really want to jazz yourself up and get inspired to work, it's not the color you want to surround yourself with. So I found that I was always going out to coffee shops or going to parks or places that kind of stimulated me in a sort of non-focused way to get that energy I needed to work. Come to, come to realize that it's actually all feng shui. So there are colors that are better for productivity. And the two colors that are absolutely best for productivity, the first one is orange. So orange is a color of enthusiasm, of energy. It's perfect for a home gym or a startup, something where you want to feel like revved up and ready for the day. And I find that orange is my favorite color, extra TMI but it can be really fatiguing to look at or to be surrounded by. It's almost too much. So I use it in small doses, but I do think it's very important and I splash a little orange around every workspace. The next color that is really good for working is yellow. Yellow is said to be the color of mental and spiritual enlightenment. So if you're looking for the next great idea or you're writing your book and need to keep delving into this topic more and more, you'll kind of get deeper and get more intellectual, potentially, if you surround yourself with yellow. Again, yellow can be a fatiguing color, but in the right shade, as long as it's not lemon yellow or electric yellow, it can be something that you can really live with in a large dose. For instance, like a wheat yellow, like a butter yellow, is something that's still enlightening, but not overwhelming. So in retrospect, I should have had a yellow studio apartment. There we go. So we'll talk to you next time and thanks so much for listening. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about.
A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.